0: start to calm this down Salutations, people Salutations. Salutations, my friends it is Tuesday which means it is your Instagram live day while I have you guys joining in I'm gonna go ahead and put that link in the description bar because we have some pretty cool developments taking place. So recently I started the new exclusive members chat for all of our exclusive members. Uh, And one of the questions we actually have comes from them. They want us to get into the upcoming collapse, stuff like that. Um, And I'll cover that after we get into the coronavirus and more. Uh, But the reason why I wanted to actually start this off by saying this is the same way that you guys have direct access and direct influence on how we do these shows, when I ask you guys comments and questions and topics and things you guys would like to see me cover uh, in these episodes, you can have direct influence, direct contact, and direct access to me when you get access to the exclusive member's feed. The crazy part about this is I had like a, I like, I totally shortcutted the workout this morning because I was having like a business discussion with this dude who created essentially a he created his own version of Indeed, and his own version of all these influencer marketing places uh, by networking with all these different conscious individuals and conscious brands and conscious influencers, and then just becoming the plug and saying, "You know what? Hey, if you guys want to, uh, if you guys want to have access to all this stuff, just join up." And so it was—it was crazy to have that kind of conversation with him. And I say that to tell you guys that that's essentially what we're going to be doing uh, with exclusive members. Uh, not so much where it's you know separated to where. Uh, you know, between like audience members and brands and influencers and stuff like that with exclusive members more or less what we're going to do is give people the ability to have direct access to me, uh, give people the ability to have direct access to our content, to our information and so much more. Um, like I said earlier, you know, whenever you join, you get access to, to, to the music, to the discussions. Uh, you get your own live show, private feed and so much more. Uh, and if you guys are interested in that, you want to help us, improve this operation, you want to see us do what we're doing, do it better, think about joining our patreon.com forward slash uh, freedom faction, the inclusive members group. Uh, another fun thing that I had a conversation with uh, this individual at the gym about is how he's creating his own app, creating his own app, getting people off of social media, using this network of conscious individuals and brands that he has, getting off of social media, creating his own network and community app, that where people can share information, that where they can connect with other individuals, you know, all kinds of different stuff. Just because it may not be a benefit to me directly or benefit to others doesn't mean that it can't help anybody else achieve whatever it is they're trying to do. So look, look forward to more of that uh, idea kind of being fleshed out more in the future. Uh, for now, all I can really offer you guys is behind-the-scenes access to everything that's going on, uh, direct access to me, group discussions, and so much more. I think that's it yeah Um, we have 33 of 40 patrons and so for people that don't know what that is if this is your first time tuning in uh, the idea is to do every other Friday for exclusive members the same way that we have live shows with you guys right now uh, for exclusive members because they have their own show they will get a live show every other Friday which is this Friday uh, where we cut out where, where, where I answer questions where people join lives where we have discussions I'm really trying to make it like a really cool thing. I really am, because I realized I'm not for the masses. Whatever. I don't really care about that. My idea is being able to reach into the cyberspace and help people that want to help themselves. Um, I'll say all this, and I'll start. I'll, I'll fly through some of the convers uh, some of the topics with you guys. Um, I say that because I have to come up with a survival. A survival series a homesteading series a prepping series like really quality content that I don't want to do for the masses is the easiest way to say it is I'll put like my heart into it and I don't want it to just get swept away because people are retarded and have like the, the attention span of a goldfish I don't want to do that I'm going to give it to the exclusive members cater to the people that actually support this operation and people that want to support the operation in the future so again If you guys are interested, think about becoming a patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive members. We have all kinds of different content, all kinds of different stuff that appeals to you, and it is crazy. Uh, I'm just trying to do my best (laughs) to try to organize things. So, yeah. So, let's get into some of the topics, some of the things that are going on. We're going to be talking about the coronavirus, the upcoming collapse Post America, which plays a huge part of what we talked about last week. It'll play a part in what we talked about this week. Post America by Charles Murray. If I can, I'll read the article to you guys, as well as the uh, Georgia Guidestones. And how can we focus our energy on winning? I think I love those types of questions. Lauren Grace says they want to ask something. Please do. Uh, now would be the time. I don't really have a whole lot of topics here. I have a lot of subtopics and maybe... Four, three, four, five topics that I could hit hard on. We don't have a lot of uh, stuff to talk to you guys about, so I'll try to, if anything, make this short, compact, and to the point. I used to surf. I definitely used to surf, uh, but I don't surf anymore. I'm out in the desert. I longboard. I call it like concrete surfing, but it's not the same as the real thing. So let's get into the coronavirus updates. What's going on? besides them quarantining over 73,000 people. Or my bad. That's 73 confirmed cases of the coronavirus so far. Uh, no, Lauren Gray. I do not know Ser- Sergio Can- Canivero. Canivero, I unfortunately do not know uh, Sergio Canivero. Uh, if you do though, please connect him to me and I'd love to talk with him. Uh, but getting back into the topics, uh, there are 73,000 confirmed cases worldwide of the coronavirus. P.L. Bertarian says that there are 750 million quarantined in China. Now, whenever I reported on it just last week, I said at the time, that's like the equivalent of four Los is basically being quarantined. The population that's going, that's, that's that's essentially quarantined in America could rival, or the, the quarantined population in China could rival the population here in America with how many people are basically shut down. Uh, we've 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 shown you guys videos where there's there's fumigators going the streets are empty you know people are it's a it's a it's a ghost town and the places that actually have activity you know you see people with masks on completely just zonked out and super scary Um, I'm not sure if you guys saw but just before coming onto the air with you guys there was a video I'm not sure if I sent it to the pad but there is a video circulating right now of basically a Chinese official talking to somebody who's basically detained, forcing them, saying, hey, look, you're gonna stay here. We are here to announce that your household is under physical isolation. Yeah, here it is. Uh, if I can, what I'll do is I'll try to, I'll mute it while I play it, play it over here. And then for audio listeners, I'll just kind of, uh, I'll read you what the captions are. So give me one second. Give me one more second doing this all with the iPad it's like a two-minute long video I'll mute it as I before I play it uh, that way you guys are super confused as to what you're hearing and what I'll do is I'll just like I said before read the read the captions of what's going on gotta s- swipe through all these videos figure out which one is the one that I'm actually looking for and the reason why I want to get this on record is because Every week or so with you guys over here on Instagram Live, we're just kind of plowing through the information, playing for you guys different videos. Just last week, I showed you a video of a woman being detained from her, uh, from, from her, her, from her hospital, I mean from her apartment complex. Uh, I've showed you videos of people being ripped out of their cars and thrown in those little white vans. Now I'm about to play for you an actual video of somebody that has been detained inside of their house, and Chinese officials are saying, hey, look, you're going to stay in there. Let's take a listen. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to mute it for, uh, I'm going to mute it just so I can read this. Um, I'm, ex- I'm excited you're here, Dubular, uh, but they're playing it. That means that they can't open doors from the inside out. They say, here's my advice. Make sure you take good measures to protect yourself against fire accidents, etc., etc. et cetera. Uh, should there be any emergency and you can't handle it by yourself? Call your contact ASAP because the three keys are left here nearby. Uh, so, my question is how long does it take for the person in charge to get here to the front of the gate? I can't take the comments off, guys. You'll have to wait till we actually replay this. Uh, it's basically talking about the security measures that are ongoing and how these people are going door to door checking on people saying, look, you're under quarantine. I'm just here to let you know you're under quarantine. If you're trying to leave, you need to contact your representative. Um, And the people that are actually being quarantined are saying that you're being unreasonable, that, you know, how can you help us? What's going on with this? Uh, For people who have not seen this video and are having a hard time kind of following it, what I'll do uh, for replay value is I'll attach it to the description bar below where you can see it It's on our Instagram Live, on our Instagram TV. It's about two minutes long, um, and you can read the captions there. But basically what it is is a Chinese official going door-to-door, telling people that they're quarantined and that they're unable to leave their area. Can't go. You're stuck there. Got to stay inside your house. Some people have said that it's like being trapped inside your bathroom for days. Now you have, like, here. here, here's, Here's what I'll do. Instead of just pulling from my memory banks... What I'll do is I'll just get up over here on my news app, right? I'll just type in coronavirus, and I'll just do a quick news blitz. I'll just read you some of the most recent headlines that I have. And This is, again, on the coronavirus update. Like I said, 73,000 confirmed cases, 1,500-plus confirmed deaths. This one right here comes from the activist post. It says, shocking new studies says that the coronavirus could, quote, impact more than 5 million businesses Worldwide, And if I have time, I'll, I'll get into the black swan event. I covered that in our most recent episode, how this actual virus will upset uh, the economy. But continuing on, this next one comes from Business Insider. It says Walmart breaks down how the coronavirus has hit its $10 billion business in China. So there you go. Zero Hedge is reporting, and it actually comes from Frank Chin over at the Asia times it says coronavirus lab leakage rumors are spreading that's because people are realizing that the that the virus itself is not organic that it doesn't come from bats that it is man-made people are aware of this uh, this next one comes from RT it says Russia has temporarily banned all Chinese visitors amid the coronavirus outbreak and so what I think is what's crazy I'll come back to this reading more of these articles what I think is crazy is that we're seeing a global response to a pandemic, what I called a plandemic on this past episode, uh, you might have saw that Bill Gates is now saying that indeed this can kill millions of people. Well, of course it would. That's how you fucking designed it. You see how I'm, you see what I'm saying? The idea is to you innocent. I've been trying to figure out a way to liken this disease and the coronavirus to the terror to the war on terror, right? Because with the war on terror, it's an ambiguous statement. It allows for them to. Uh, ghosted of democracy in foreign lands. We're still in Afghanistan and uh, Iraq and Syria. We have no god dang idea why over this bogus idea. We're being told that our freedoms are over there. What I'm trying to do is figure out how to liken the coronavirus and other subsequent viruses and diseases to that, what I would call the war on disease. Um, and the reason I say that is because they have to have a universal reason to implement the global health security agenda. And for people who are unfamiliar with what that is, The best way I can tell you is to go back at least two weeks where I broke down another article from the activist post about how back in 2016, Barack Obama signed the Global Health Security Act. And the idea behind that was to create what we're seeing today, the creation of a nationwide vaccination program. Yes, the idea that they could uh, snatch you indefinitely. That was one of the questions that people want me to get into here. If I could shut up and get into these things, Uh, what to do if SWAT and police come to quarantine you. Unfortunately, there's nothing you can do because of how the government's set up right now, the things that have been set in play, the National Defense Authorization Act, like I said, the Global Health Security Agenda, these people have figured out a way to disappear you. Just just two weeks ago, I talked about how people that were coming from, I think, uh, either Alaska or Canada got stopped in California, taken off, of that, taken off of their plane, and then put inside of a military base. What's even more crazy, this is what crisped me out. Because it was two weeks ago, at that time period, the incubation period or the quarantine period was fourteen days. Just the other just the other day, towards the end of last week, they increased the quarantine period for no longer be, from from no longer being fourteen days to now twenty eight days. So those people that were in there for fourteen days, two weeks and got let out, they are if if they didn't show any signs. Heck, let's just say 25% of the people that they let out actually still have the virus. We could even say as low as 3%, 5%. Shucks. A still small percentage of the population that was quarantined during that 14-day time period is still infected and able to show signs and infect other people. It's becoming like an epidemic. So when when you have people like Bill Gates saying crazy things like this, it's not far-fetched. I'll put it to you this way. I'm a... Let me see how I can word this. Um, for people, god dang it, I'm gonna just come right out there and say it. I'm from Los Alamos, New Mexico, where they do a lot of shady stuff. I'll just leave it there. And the other day, I was on Zero A Hedge, and they had a crazy article saying that a Los Alamos expert warns that the COVID 19 quote, almost certainly cannot be contained. And the project, and it's projected to be up to 4.4 million dead now I'm where I'm from where this actual uh, expert is from I'm from there so my mind starts making me think good lord if this man is writing articles if this man is publishing papers if this man is letting the world know that these things are taking place I would hope to god that Los Alamos has some form of a quarantine procedure you would hope You would hope if they're able to document and explain the lethality of this virus, you would hope that they have some kind of quarantine or countermeasure that's equivalent. We don't. We don't. In modern-day America, we do not have a a, a, a measure to respond to this. This is where Event 201 comes into play. This is where the predictive... Programming comes into play. This is where the vaccination program comes into play. This is where the again the global health security agenda comes into play. While we may not have something in practical terms to respond to this, we haven't heard Trump say anything about this at all. That 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 leaves the opportunity for government and other corporations to get involved, i.e. Johnson uh, Johnson and Johnson, i.e. Novartis, uh, i.e. other companies that want to develop a vaccine. Now I said this on the past week on this past week's episode. You know, that, that that we're going to get through this, that the coronavirus, as lethal and as deadly as it is, we're going to be able to get through this. This isn't going to be a world ender. I think it's going to affect a lot of people. It could cause damage, no doubt, but I don't think it's going to have a devastating effects that most people are, are, are suspecting, at least not around the rest of the world. And the reason I'm saying that is to try to set up a way to explain what I called the COVID-19, um, hold on, the COVID-19 Black Swan event. I want to read this comment from Kelly Vanderguys. She says, "I am in a, I am in a Airbnb in Philly, and we had a Chinese family in one of the suites looking at schools for their son. Then I saw an unconfirmed case in Millersville, Pennsylvania, where there is a college. Yeah, you have a lot of people leaving China trying to get resettled here." Uh, But back to the COVID-19, the COVID-19 black swan event and how this is, how it is deadly, how it does have effects, but not in the way that we're thinking. What it actually will do is affect more of the economy, which will play a part in everything else I'd like to talk about if I can hurry up and get through these topics. Some people are terming the uh, coronavirus or the COVID-19 event a black swan event because it does devastate or somewhat cripple the Chinese economy. It happened right there around the New Year's event, or not not New Year's, uh, their Chinese New Year. And so that's right around the time period where they have all kinds of people coming into, the, or coming into China, coming in trying to do business, trying to network, trying to get involved. And so the fact that they can't have this event means that they're not getting trade. They're not getting commerce. They're not making money. You see. Don't get into that. Don't worry, TG. I'll get into that. I'll get into how we now have to start really thinking about Uh, how we have to start thinking about buying more American products, why it's important that we we really do look at where our money's going, what's actually, what's coming to us, our consumption versus production. Give me time. If I can, I'll get into that. But back to the black swan event and how its whole purpose is essentially to cripple economies. Uh, You're seeing all kinds of different reports right there. Walmart itself is hurting from this event. Apple itself is hurting from this event. I joked last week with you guys about imagine all these people who who are addicted to caffeine and Starbucks and can't get their Starbucks because, well, you know, coronavirus. That's a dangerous thing, even if it is just Starbucks. Well, imagine what happens when people can't get uh, their pills because we're now learning that a lot of our pharmaceuticals and drugs come from who? China. Guess who's guess who one of the major uh, uh, shippers of fentanyl is in the country? China. That's right, so... <laughs> just keep that in mind the black swan event the covid-19 event that we're seeing right now means so much more you see it's not more, it, it, it's not about just oh do we have the vaccines are we healthy enough to be able to withstand this no it has far reaching implications i don't know the i don't know the exact uh, the i don't know the exact percentage of how devastated stuff are stuff is but what I'm trying to say is the economy right now is really not good, and we're kind of already on a bubble, so the slightest hiccup could set a lot of stuff off. But I'm trying to set this up so I can talk about the upcoming collapse, because people are aware of it, the, upco- the upcoming economic collapse, the financial collapse. Some might say the economic reset. I'm not sure, it all depends on your perspective. But we have to look at the conditions we're in now to see how we're gonna end up over there. And like I said before, with the trade wars, the resource wars, everything else that's going on, this situation with china means a lot more than you think so even though they're one of the main people who are suffering from this event the rest of the world will still feel its ripples and i remember reporting on this just last week that president xi jinping said that this coronavirus will actually be good for the economy and i think that's because of how they're going to spin it the same way that i'm telling you uh they're they're one of the main providers of our of our and vaccines but what happens whenever these people Who have been the first victims of this deadly virus begin to export the cure that's very dangerous to me then we start looking at like an i am legend situation we don't know if these cures are actually going to work you have like a, a probability chance you get like a 50 50 it might kill you it might save you i don't know it's very dangerous period but that's what happens whenever we begin to trust the very same people who created the problem with also providing the solution. Very, very dangerous. So get back to the black swan event, crippling economies, so I can bridge into setting up the stage for global communism, resource wars, and eventually the upcoming collapse. What we're seeing right now with the COVID, with the COVID-19 black swan event is that we are vastly underprepared. That again, we don't have a system set up that uh, financially speaking, we can't really have these types of things, these trade wars, these hiccups uh, and supply lines. I mean, the, the, the price the, within within the first few months of this event, we've already seen prices of gas go up. We've seen prices of food go up. We've seen prices of, 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 of just random stuff. I'm sure we're going to start seeing prices of pharmaceuticals go up because you can't stop that. Whenever you have all kinds of people either exporting their, their, their labor or their resource and their work to China or to Mexico, places that don't really have a good human rights uh, uh, standards who violate human rights all the time, work's not going to get done. You, I, I hope I'm making sense. Um, it, there's just – I'm not an economy guy. I'm not a money guy. I'm not a marketing guy. But what I'm what I'm really trying to tell you guys is that if you stop working – even if we have, like, bad relationships with these people, even for a day, it's going it's it's to add more problems than you think. Um, and, I, and I, again, remember talking about this on this past week's episode. I remember seeing a video just last week because the people in China understand how devastating it is. They can't stop working. They've put, like, a sanitation net over an office, and what you see as the cameraman pans, like, left to right, what you see is just the uh, 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 people in their cubicles, computers, Covered with sheets, as the people are sitting there typing, just going all out. But my point is this: uh, what what this will do is begin to show again the the air quotes need for a global government, global security, and again the global health security. Um, I don't have any articles right here to read for you guys to explain more of my point, but I hope you guys get it because of this. So. <laughs> uh, and when I'll, say, I'll say this, and I'll, I'll just move on to other topics. I'll say this because it's getting kind of crazy, just trying to calmly break this down. I started off this week posting a video of a... I started off this week posting a video of locusts in South Africa making their way to China. Now, we've been hearing about this casually for, again, the past two weeks. Stuff that sounds like biblical proportion stuff like plagues... Viruses, animals, uh, animal die-offs, food shortages, floods, droughts, earthquakes, all the stuff that I'm just casually mentioning to you guys, it sounds like biblical prophetic stuff to me. So forgive me if I just can't casually keep talking more about how it seems like the world's ending. Sorry if sometimes it affects me. I have to start thinking and catch myself. But I remember starting this week off posting uh, a video of locusts, just, just sheets, just waves of locusts, leaving South Africa and making their way uh, to China. Now, again, ask me, again, what your mind jumps to, because I'm sure your mind's already going there the same way that mine is. The hell is that about? Why the hell are there, like, massive swaths of locusts eating up farm life in Africa and making their way to, to China just, 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 Does your mind do what mine does? I don't know. Because then I started thinking about a few years ago, 2016, 2015, that whole time period where you had the whole Zika scare and they decided to genetically modify mosquitoes to help combat Zika. And then now, fast forward to where we're at now, we have locusts making their way into a coronavirus infected land. I'm like, what the hell is that about? We need to figure out how to stop the locusts before they get here because I don't want that. What I'm gradually talking to you about in a weird way is how our environment is being weaponized against us. How we're seeing uh, the adverse effects of, I don't want to say like man-made climate change because that gives them a point, but you get what I'm saying. The, 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 the ability to manipulate one's surroundings, weather modifications, geoengineering, things like this, it's very real and it has far-reaching implications. Uh, and so how does that tie into the quarantine people of China to the event to a one? to the coronavirus, and so much more. Well, what happens whenever, like, millions of people can't work? (laughs) What happens whenever whenever millions of people can't work? Last year, I was jokingly saying that, well, when men don't want to be men, women don't want to be women, and nobody wants to work, society's just going to go to hell. But what happens whenever still men don't want to be men, women don't want to be women, and people can't work because they're crippled? What happens whenever they can't work because they've been quarantined what happens then just again just keep these type of stuff this type of stuff in mind not being able to get your pharmaceuticals for two months not being able to get your starbucks for two months not being able to work for two months do you have storable food this is this is this is this is the unfortunate reason as to why you guys have seen me kind of promote the my store uh the my patient supply storable food because, heaven forbid, we reach a situation to where we can't do anything for two weeks, four weeks. Heaven forbid we reach that point. But if you're, getting, if you're, if you're like me, you're reading the writing on the wall, you need to start paying attention. Laura H- H- Horger right there says, I'm stockpiling. Just yesterday, I got a message from somebody who said they ordered something from my Supply. their product leak. It was a problem on FedEx and UPS's part. They contacted my Supply. They sent them all back, everything they ordered for free. Boom. And that's the type of stuff that we're talking about. They're out here in America. How many people uh, buy things that are from here in America? And I don't want to freak people out, but we got to start talking about this type of stuff. You see what I'm saying? When I start this transmission saying, I'm not going to be here for the masses. I don't want to sit up over here and come up with survival prep, uh, homesteading, gardening, or any of this other type of stuff for the masses. I don't want to do that shit. They'll sit up over here and think I'm some kind of character. I'm trying to talk to people who actually want to help themselves, help others. In the event that we get, in the event that some shit happens, are you connected with your neighbor? Do you know how to put your hands in the earth? Do you know how to like do anything? Not, not really. This is the part of, uh, this is the reason as to why they've removed us from society, removed us from nature, and essentially crippled us. So don't you worry. I'll talk more about that in the future because that's some real gold stuff. And I'm not trying to scare people, but is it clearly people need to be prepared for what's going on. Like I told you before, we're gonna we're gonna make our way through this coronavirus. It's for what comes after that I'm worried about. So, speaking of what comes up after, I'm gonna be getting I'm gonna be getting into uh, the, the the upcoming collapse, setting the stage for global communism, resource wars, and all that stuff. But before I do, I want a quick uh, promo add, I want to say, uh, join our exclusive members program. If you guys want to get access to what I'm going to be working on in the future, everything I just said, join our join our exclusive members program, patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Do it. We have uh, tiers that start at a 4 $4.99. Uh, people get access to either the music or the exclusive member content, the discussions, you name it. Patreon.com forward slash freedom faction. Get access to so much more. While I also have you kind of somewhat desensitized to hearing an ad right now, also think about going to our, May, or our my Patreon. Patriot Supply link. I'll figure out a better way to say that. But my Patriot Supply link. We'll put that in the description bar as well because, dude, I'm gonna, I'm ordering food. People are ordering food. I don't want to scare people, but we're getting orders. We're getting orders, which is trippy, even still, even though their shipping time is like from 7 to 10. So it's freaking out a lot of people. I don't want to scare people because it sounds like I'm fear-mongering, but at the same time, I'm just making sure people are prepared. Enough with the, oh, we're so woke. I'm aware and Illuminati confirmed. Fuck that bullshit. Learn to get prepared. Learn to take care of yourself. And then after that, teach others so you can start building. Pure, plain, and simple. That's what it is. So now, I don't know. Where's, where's the clock? Right there. Um, 126. I'm not sure how much time we have. Other than the perfect amount of time. Um... I want to talk about, like I said, setting the stage for global communism, uh, the upcoming collapse, how to live, what to do, what comes next, uh, and so much more. If I have time, I'll read to you briefly. You know what? I'll make time. I make time. What the hell are you talking about? Let me go ahead and get that up now while I'm rambling. Uh, Post America by Charles Murray. I read it just the other day. It's over here at Information Liberation, and I'll just read a little bit of it just so we can start this segment off. Uh, They put this up, what? They put this up February 10th. It's by Chris Minahan over there at Information Liberation, and it says, Charles Murray, we're living in post-America, move to a small town to survive the collapse says conservative scholar Charles Murray gave a delightfully black interview recently where he talked about America's decline and why ordinary folks should consider moving to small-town America, which is, quote, much more easily open now than it ever was before, in many cases still, just as Alex Tadocville described in the 1830s. Do what I did, which is live in a traditional America, and that's open. It's much more easily open now than it ever was before, Murray told LifeSite's Jonathan Van Maron last month. Quote, I write books calling on hundreds of technical sources, no problem sitting out here in a a small town in Maryland. He continued saying that I've got my Internet and I can do all that. I can drive into D.C. when I want to associate with others who are my professional colleagues, and I can come back out here and live in my small town, which is run just as Alexis de Tocqueville described in 1830. And there are all sorts of places like that around. Murray told a story about a house burning down and and about how all of his neighbors came out to help. And the reason why I wanted to say that, I'll put the full link so you guys can read the or read the article, listen to the interview, and so much more. I'll put that in the description bar below afterwards. But the reason I want to say that is because these cities, the way that we're being kind of conditioned, the social engineering that's going on right now, they want us to be more like Los Angeles. They don't want us to really be connected to people. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is why... Um, This is why the other day you guys kind of saw me say, oh, I got a free box of tacos from my taco stand, but it was lingua and tripitas or tripas. And I didn't know what that was. It's tongue and and entrails, uh, but I had to learn. And so the reason I say that is because are you active in your community? One of the things I'm doing behind the scenes, I kind of get frustrated. I don't tell you guys, but I'm trying to get some people that I've been working with for quite some time now involved in politics, people that have our kind of view. GTF 32 right there says F5G. Precisely. We're trying to get people that have these same type of views that can push forward that stop 5G uh, movement. Just last year, Derek Brose from the activist post and the consciousness or the conscious resistance tried to come become mayor of Houston. So when I tell you, are you involved in your community? Are you sitting up over here trying to duke it out with people in the comments being cool and shit? Are you actually getting prepared? Are you reading the, the writing that's on the wall? Are you paying attention? Are you, are you, or are you just scared? Are you just running? Are you trying to figure out how to kick the door down, not only for yourself, but to trailblaze for other people to come with you? Because believe it or not, more people have things that they should be doing, but they don't see the opportunities out there. So they feel afraid and they shrivel. This was, let me, let me, let me, let me try to address these questions that the exclusive members asked. Uh, They wanted me, and this is what would happen if you guys join our exclusive members program. Uh, you get direct access to me you can have me focus in on topics uh broad range stuff whatever join exclusive members you get to get to have access to our uh, our group chat but uh, they want me to go into the to the upcoming collapse and whatever i don't cover here uh, i'll cover on friday with them and you guys Uh, but they want me to talk about how to live what to do what comes next and before getting into that i think i should talk about how to set the stage for the global communism I just got done talking to you about how the coronavirus could potentially cripple uh, economies, messing with trade and so much more. But if you become uh, resource wars, black swan event crippling economies, what happens whenever people aren't able to get routine shipments, daily shipments? I talked about this just the other week, about how even with uh, logistics, shipping, uh, shipping uh, food, shipping water, uh, grocery stores, stuff like that. Imagine not being able to go to your local Walmart, your local CVS, your local whatever it is, and not being able to have products that you're used to. Uh, For years, we've reported on the situation down there in Venezuela where they came out with a fingerprint for food program to where if you signed up giving over all your biometric information, you could get free food. This is perfect for Bernie Sanders because it's everything that he wants. But see, what would happen if that happened here? What would happen if because of the coronavirus, people weren't able to get food? Shucks! What would, what would what would happen if, say, Monsanto, uh, Monsanto, collapsed and they were unable to continue um, producing the GMO food because it's not meant to be a substitute; it's actually meant to uh, eliminate food, but it's not meant to be a substitute. What happens if people are able to get these foods, these very basic necessities? We will begin to degenerate. Society will begin to collapse. If, and this is this is how crazy it works. If robots don't take over and start taking things back, (laughs) getting us back to where we need to be, you know, shipping food, um, robot farming, ventilating the air, you know, spraying, disinfectant. If robots don't take care of that type of stuff, society unfortunately will collapse. And that's where I see us going. So let me talk about the setting the stage for the global communism and getting into the upcoming collapse, because I think everybody can see it. Uh, We've talked about it time and time again. We should talk more about it. But it's basically like we live, we, we know that we live in a bubble. GTF, I'm going to have to ask you to stop uh, spamming the chat. If you continue, I can show you the door, my friend. Um, But one of the things that we've talked about on the page and on the show that we should talk more so about is the fact that we are living on a bubble, not like flat earth dome bubble. I'm talking about like an an economic bubble, quantitative easing, Uh, giving tax breaks to millionaires and billionaires and companies and shit like this. We live in a system that trades fiat currency backed by nothing. That bubble is eventually meant to collapse throughout Trump's presidency. I've said that how he was meant to give us the idea of capitalism coming back into the world, only for them to prop it up and then have it explode. I've said this before that Barack Obama's uh, whole presidency was to bring America down to a third world nation status just so that Donald Trump could come back up prop it up with the idea that it's going to look, look all right, that we are going to bounce back only for it to be like a dead cap bounce and then crash even harder. And that's, what's going to happen. So if, if, if anything, we'll talk more about uh, the economic collapse and stuff like that in the future, what all that means, but that's just the 10,000 foot view that I see taking place. So when I tell you to prepare, I'm telling you to prepare that, that that this isn't going to be like this forever, that you're going to have, like that that we're, that, that we're heading towards even darker times. That's the easiest thing I can say. The upcoming collapse, I think everybody can kind of see it. Uh, you know, even though, the, yeah, the stocks are great. Yes, people are working. Yes, all these other things. If it's backed by nothing, no one's able to save. Uh, 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 no one's able to save. Rent prices are ridiculously high. Bills are off the charts. People can't. People. People can't live like this. Something's got to give. We're going to collapse. And so, that's a whole thing that I'll tackle more in the future. Uh, or if anything on Friday, I'll go into more depth about that, but just let that be like the overarching understanding of what we're going to talk about as we go into more of how to live there, how to live in a post collapse America, uh, what to do in post-America, what comes next after post-America and how, again, this sets the stage for global communism in a weird way. I've tried to figure out how to talk about this. I've tried to, I've I've, I've, I've tried to talk about this because it sounds so crazy because it is It, it. we're basically talking about like the Hunger Games, man, FEMA districts and stuff like that, where the SDGs, the event, this is Agenda 2030, Agenda 21 and stuff like this. We're literally talking about how uh, society does collapse and that off of the ashes, we're going to build something completely different. How do you live in a world where money has gone, where money's useless? How do you live in a world where people don't really do transactions the way that we're used to? How do you live in a world that... that, that That doesn't really necessarily value work you see when I talk about the resource wars uh, this is my this is my way of saying communism It's my way of saying communism but the resource wars uh, in relation to the upcoming collapse you know China maintaining whatever it is America over here producing whatever it is let's just say that Saudi Arabia gives up oil and decides to start to you know taking care of water and stuff like this, Russia's over there taking care of God knows, whatever it is. What happens whenever the rest of the world begins to get into this this green new deal, Agenda 2030, uh, Agenda 2050 mindset, and we all begin to take on different labors of the planet? Some people working on air air filtration, some people working on uh, energy generation, some people working on, again, consumption versus production, and these types of things and more. What's going to happen is... and I said this. I said this the other day because I tried to figure out how to how to word it. I was watching some TV show, and I said you, what they're telling you right here is how government failed and it collapsed, and corporations took over and instituted all this stuff. But, 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 but what we're seeing is that right now, a, a a a a global realignment of our priorities is the easiest way to say it. A global realignment the upcoming collapse is just that, you know, how many more black swan events can we handle? How many more COVID-19s can we handle? Coronaviruses can we handle until people aren't working to where we have to change things. And on top of that, like you have this fight for 15 going on. I'm, I'm, I, I guess I'm just thinking of like, what is going to happen? Because I think what, what ends up happening is being that we end up getting lost in the details. I think we, we always We always almost learn something more whenever we ask the right kind of questions. I think that's the easiest way for me to project or or, or to put a lot of this information out there. What is gonna happen to where work is cut back down to three days a week or four days a week and the robots take care of the rest? What happens whenever uh, we're we're, we're, we're unable to leave our houses and work has to be like redefined because of just like how toxic the environment has become? What is going to happen? How is the world going to look like that? But I think just to put it in like a, a a solvable sense, to talk about the upcoming collapse, you know, how to live, is I really think people should get back to the basics, man. When I tell you that we've be des- been desensitized, that unfortunately, using the UN's own words, that we do live very unsustainable lives, people don't think about this. They don't know how to, we don't, we, we, we don't know how to budget. We don't know how to, uh, make our money work for us uh we don't really think of really any options we hope that we can make it to retirement uh, and all these other things so think about a collapse of society how would that look like what would that look like when people are again unable to unable to work what happens when the only people that are making money are people who are doing business across the seas think of it kind of like as a, a purge like situation you see to where it's like This uh, Venezuela purge-like situation to where it's like, okay, guess what? This guy over here, he has food, he has water, he has electricity, he has it all. But we don't have it. Resource wars. You're going to be a target for these type of people in the collapse. Whenever I'm trying to read you guys briefly this article by Charles Murray Murray talking about post-America, it's explaining to the fact that we're already in the early stages of it. Whenever people don't realize that they don't control themselves, that they don't own anything, that they're a part of a whole system that's designed to rob them of their individuality and of their rights, we're already in that collapse. People can't, people, I guess I look at, uh, I look at, I look at pictures and videos of New York City and I couldn't imagine living there. I could imagine visiting there, but I couldn't imagine living there. Not only because of the air quality, uh, but, but, but also because of the quality of life and the people. I don't really, and I say that because that's that's where they would like us to go. When we're talking about uh, smart cities, when we're talking about big cities, when we're talking about the major populace and where people's heads are at, it's on the coasts. It's not it's not Middle America. More more people have this kind of uh, modern, worldly, super super hedonistic physical worldview towards stuff that they just they they. They're lost to me, and so what I'm saying get, get out of the cities, get away from society, get away from people, begin to reclaim yourself, reclaim your identity. That's what I'm trying to say. There's 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 no um, there's no law that's going to give you your freedom. There's no vaccine that's going to give you your cure. If you're uh, if you're on a, if you're already sick in the mind, if you can't take care of yourself, why should <laughs> why should you let these people? You see. I definitely did not touch the upcoming collapse as much as I would have liked, or at least at the angle I was trying to come at. I was trying to set it up towards talking about the black swan coronavirus event, how that would cripple economies, and set the stage for a global slowdown to where people aren't buying, purchasing, to where they're not selling, to where we're not doing business because people aren't working. And if people aren't able to work, they're not able to make money. If they're not able to make money, they're not able to buy stuff. If they're not able to buy stuff, they're not able to. we're not able to trade. And so that slows things down. I was trying to explain how whenever we don't buy, sell, and trade, we have to restructure what's important to us. That's whenever we start talking about the socioeconomic reformation. Do we care about all these frivolous things, all the silly things that China can't produce, or do we actually care about what's important to us? The land, the environment, our health, and so much more. These days, because of technology and so much more, the cyberspace, people are invested in digital stuff, invested in technology. So is that what people should care about? Should we care about new phones, new cars, new everything else? You see, this is that hyper-capitalist mindset. So when I say that they're setting the stage for global communism, it's just that. We'll get past this coronavirus, but it's what comes after, sequentially, to set that stage to where people don't buy, to where we don't have money, to where we aren't living in this excess. You see? That's why they're promoting all these different ideas that come essentially from the U.N. Uh, all of the 20 freaking Democrats that we had for the past few years trying to do this little debate, everything they have talked about has come straight and directly from the United Nations. That's why they're using predictive programming to already get our minds focused on these things. That's why I said every time I try to cover the debates, people don't really care about these things. They're being force-fed these topics because that's the way the world's going, focusing on migration, focusing on education, healthcare, uh, the environment, so much more, the Green New Deal, agenda 21, agenda 2030. this is a, 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 a this is an attempt by the United Nations to control the collapse and then come afterwards and recreate their world order, focus solely on the environment, production, consumption, and things of this nature. So when people ask me the question of how do we live in the upcoming collapse, I think the best thing is to say, how long will we live in this upcoming collapse? Because if you ask me, I think we're already there. You have people that are working 40 hours a week who can't even afford, like, who can't even afford, like, a, a, a car or a house or, hell, an apartment room. like It's just... The, we're, we're already living in one form of a collapse, and it's only going to get worse. So, how to live in it? You begin to monitor your own feeds, monitor your own transactions, monitor your account, see what you're doing, change yourself out. Don't don't fall deeper into the delusion. Don't just keep thinking, oh, if I pay more money into the system, more time, energy, eventually it'll fix. No, 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 no. Read the writing on the wall. Pay attention and start to pull back. You see, my problem is, and I'll and I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. This is me being honest. If I had money, I would be I would be invested in renewable energies and renewable technologies. That's why I post all that stuff over there on Liberation Legion, because it shows you where the where the conversation is going. And you'll have people, Republicans, uh, conservatives, that say climate change is a hoax. Oh, don't invest in this stuff. Don't talk about this. I hear you. Trust me, if anybody that is involved in conspiracies hears you when it comes to talking about climate change, I hear you. But Would you not want to invest your money in a device that could generate electricity at night? Solar panels that charge at night? Would you not want to get invested in that? So how do you survive in the upcoming collapse? You begin to recognize what the actual problem is and then become part of the solution. You're going to have people trying to knock you off along the way, but that's a part of the progress. That's a part of how it actually works. What to do in the upcoming collapse This is where I kind of find myself getting a little bit confused because I'll say my own, I'll say whatever the hell it is I think, but part of me feels like I'm supposed to say, become incognito, blend in, don't stand out. The freedom that we have today is going to seem like a dream compared to what they're trying to offer us in the future. That's why they're criminalizing free speech. That's why they're criminalizing the idea of you vocalizing yourself, having your own views. That's why they're trying to shut you down for not even toting the, 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 the party line, so to speak. The best way to what to do in the upcoming collapse is blend in. Don't stand out. Learn to move in the shadows. It's difficult for me if you can't tell. I voice my opinion I say things that's why I'm very worried about where all this goes is because I feel like people should have their own voice they should be able to say whatever it is that's important to them they shouldn't have to worry uh, about fear of persecution after the collapse comes the idea of free speech uh, individuality moving they're going to criminalize that a perfect example is uh, what happens when they set up these quarantines in China heaven forbid somebody leave these quarantines and get shot in the middle of the street They'll have actual, they'll, they'll, they'll have the right to say, hey, this person violated quarantine. Of course we had to shoot them. It's cor- of course we had to shoot them. So what comes next with the upcoming collapse is a gradual understanding or a gradual desensitization and, exception, and acceptance of, 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 of this, of global governance. Like, I'll put it to you this way. I'll, I'll come at it from this angle. Uh, just the other week, we had posted how, what was it? Border Patrol. How Border Patrol will deploy elite tactical agents to sanctuary cities. And I couldn't help but think. I couldn't help but think I got this image in my head of about like that classic Back to the Future Part 2 movie where Marty comes back to the future before he got, goes in Biff Cannon's tower and he sees, like, all these tanks and stuff in the middle of the street, uh, motorcycle gangs blowing stuff up, his old teacher's got a shotgun and student stuff up. I couldn't help but think of that scene. Because even today, there's an article from The Minds Unleashed where it says that Border Patrol waited for a mother to drop their daughter off at school and then just snatched her up. I couldn't help but think of, of, of chilling scenes like that when I start to think about what this world looks like. The idea of them literally being able to snatch you and detain you, because you may or may not show the signs, or because you may or may not be a threat. And the other crazy angle too that we're not that, that we didn't actually talk about when we, we when we went over the coronavirus um, is some people are actually saying that this coronavirus isn't as lethal as we're being told, and that the Chinese government is actually using it as a method to go through and kidnap uh, political dissidents. This is one of the reasons why they put that whole quarantine center in Hong Kong to quell, to quell the protests. There's a lot of different things going on with the coronavirus that we're really not being told about. And that's why we have to keep all of our options open. I mean, good Lord. That's why you had Senator Tom Cotton saying, that, look, this has all the hallmarks of a, of, a, of a man-made weapon. So let me get back to this. Talking about living in this post-American world that these people are creating. Well, they're dangling the idea of freedom. You can have your freedom as long as you remain ignorant of the truth. You can you can have your freedom just so long as you remain to be foolish. And the reason I'm saying all these things, jumping around, is to show you the world that is being created. This is the police state. This is the new world order. This is the totalitarian takeover where they have to use this disease. The same way that I said with the war on terror, they were able to export war, Right? With the war on terror or with the war on disease, the thing that they're trying to create, they can bring it back here. That they bring it back here. This is medical martial law. It trumps anything you're saying. Right there. TG says that immoral behavior is rewarded. Very true. Uh, one of the crazier articles that I didn't get around to posting, uh, and I hope it makes its way through the news cycle this week, is that in China, you actually get more points on your social credit score Uh, for actually reporting people who either may be political dissidents or even show signs for the coronavirus. So here it is just like that. They've turned life into a video game to where you can be a part of the good guys for reporting on the bad guys. And that's very dangerous. Another example of this. And I think I, I I, I think that's why I'm trying to just give so many different examples is because I'm trying to show that I'm trying to show what's going on here, how America is not immune to it. And it's actually already happening. Um, Just this week, I blocked somebody because they were proud of taking down a mother's anti-vaccination page. A mother that was posting anti-vaccination information, saying, hey, stay away from vaccines. Uh, This is what happened to my child. This is what went on. Uh, Raise awareness. Just, Just trying to talk about these types of things. I had to block a certain account because they were excited about the very idea of going out of their way to shut down a page. So these are these are the people that we're confronted with. And when I tell you that last year the World Health Organization declared anti-vaxxers as a top health threat, the top global health threat of 2019, look at where we are today. Look at where we are today. Can you see the, the, the gradual push for people to take the shot, the gradual push for collectivism, for groupthink? For this Machiavellian approach towards life and towards society, I really wanted to get into talking about the Georgia Guidestones, post-America, you know, climate change, the left-hand path, you know, how we focus our energy on winning. But I think talking about the coronavirus and this upcoming collapse actually took more time than I expected. It's actually very, it's 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 much more important than you would think. You know, you've got to understand, just last year, we heard these people openly admit there's too many people here on the earth. Too many of you humans are living. You all got to start dying. Didn't know what they said? Scientists came out. I think it was like 11,000 scientists came out calling for population control. Lo and behold, it's, it's like those six sons of bitches said that stuff. And then Bill Gates was like, you know what? I got an idea, guys. Check it out. I'll call it Event 201. I'll link up with Johnson & Johnson. I'll call up the World Health Organization, and we'll make a whole big batch of it. We'll kill a bunch of people. (laughs) It's like they did that. It's like they had this discussion saying, hey, get these scientists to sign this petition calling for a reduction in human life. Bill Gates was like, I got you, bro. Hold my beer. I'll come up with the virus. We don't have to do a thing. Guess what? And when we when they take the virus, I'll come up with the suit. I'll come up with the cure too. And whenever I come up with the cure, guess what? It'll kill them. Whoa! Oh my God! And they're just like Bill Gates, bro. You're the shit, man. I don't know. I don't know how you thought of that, man. But that's why we just give you the bucks. And that's it. I mean, just today, uh, there's an article saying that Google, FedBook, Microsoft, and various other tech companies. Uh, are calling for a clampdown of vaccine and uh, coronavirus misinformation because they want people to, as people are saying here in the in the chat, they want them to die of this planned epidemic. It's population control. You see, this is where we're at in 2020. Yeah, my impressions. <laughs> you know, got to get these, got to make sure everybody's healthy, huh? Got to make sure, you know, they sign up for the global health security agenda. Oh, we know what we're doing. We're corporations. though. we're going gonna to shoot you up. Hey, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, you might have, you know, mental retardation. You might have some allergies. You know, you might suffer a little bit of autism. But hey, hey, you'll be safe from coronavirus, huh? You like that? Huh? No diseases. You might have mild retardation, though, for the rest of your life. But hey, you won't get sick. So... Yeah. Sorry that I kind of herped dirped that. The timer popped down is telling me that I have about a minute and five seconds left. Uh, what I will do is I'm going to go ahead and close this transmission out and say thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this. Uh, clearly, I'll cover more of the coronavirus updates in this week's transmission. Um, I literally have two other topics that I'd like to get into with you guys. Who knows? I might take a quick break and then come back and then talk about these things. Uh, Because they are important, and I feel like I I, I spent way too much time on just this block alone. But like I said, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning into this tradition or tuning into this transmission. Uh, If you want to support this operation, think about becoming a Patreon.com forward slash Freedom Faction exclusive member. We do shows every single Tuesday, and we will be doing live shows every other Friday, which is this Friday. So join us. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.